And obviously, there's only one real good iteration of this. Do you, would you like to guess who the best iteration of this is, Jamie? Of will they, won't they? Will they, won't they? Did they, Did why they? don't they? I feel like the right answer is uh, Maddie, like the moonlighting couple. The moonlight. This is, don't worry, I'll cut all that. So it's fine. <laughs> don't like. <laughs> you put me on the spot. I know, I know. Sorry, I thought it was obvious. So I was like, this will be like a setup spike. And then do you start Rachel saying moonlighting? And, Ross. and I was like, I don't even know what moonlighting is. Is that a is that an so act? Is that a show? Is that a movie? Hello and welcome to episode number 516 of the podcast. I'm one of your host, Knox McCoy. And I'm your other host, Jamie Golden. The podcast is a show dedicated to the life of idiocy and we're committed to educating you on things entertaining but do not matter. To find out more about these fighters and chutzes pursuits, check us out at knoxandjamie.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at the podcast and we're on Twitter, not X, at podcastpod. Thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be talking about famous friends. But before we do that, you guys, it's August and the podcast turns 10 years old this month. That is the longest this ADHD Enneagram 7 Scorpio sign. I think I'm committed to anything. I'm trying to talk about astrology where you can't put the clown music. So there are many ways you can celebrate our birthday. Uh, but I want to focus on two. The first is for everyone. Even if you're not a best friend of the show, a B-Fot. Our August AUA is an all-skate birthday party, and everyone is invited. Listener Rachel Ortiz helped us name the special event our birthday UA. You get it? Oh, that's good. That's, that's good. good. This monthly live stream gathering is normally only for BFOTs, but we open the gates once a year, so you can wander around and see how nice it is. Look at all the amenities. Uh, Knox and I will be there in our finest party clothes, along with Aaron and most of our PMG team. It's BYOC, which is cake. So make plans to join us on Tuesday, August 8th at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on Patreon. You can watch on your TV, your tablet, or your phone. Head to knoxandjamie.com slash birthday to get all the event details. And then second, Knox and I will also be wearing our finest party clothes in person in Austin on September 2nd and Atlanta on September 30th. We just opened up some new seats because um, mostly because our family members are weirded out uh, by when they come to our live shows. So we have some more seats available. Plus, as a birthday month hullabaloo, we've added a special discount uh, for Austin and Atlanta, which is almost sold out. If you head to knoxandjamie.com slash Austin and click the square on the far right, you can save some dollars on your tickets. And if you head to knoxandjamie.com slash Atlanta, you can also save some dollars on some uh, slightly reduced tickets that we just released so you want to be in the room where it happens with Aaron Moon and Jason Waterfalls on stage along with some fun surprises all the links are in Indy's fantastic show notes so we hope you're excited to celebrate our birthday with us this month mom deserves better than a drugstore card this mother's day surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. All right, Jamie, we're talking friends. We're talking famous friends, and I'm really excited to do so. So this was recommended-ish by uh, at Katie Splinter. Um, which is, that's an excellent, that's just an excellent username. It makes me think of Teenage, teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Yeah, weird emphasis on mutant, um, but I, I'm not against it. So <laughs> well, I mean, they're not normal turtles. They're not, they're teenage mutants. Well, but do you think it's more important that they're mutants or that they're teenagers? That's I think a it's great that actual philosophical question. <laughs> and I do feel like for the story hook, it is much more important that they're mutants. But I think for the heart of the story, I think we'd all agree that it's more important that they're teenagers, you know, but, but like not in a weird way, but like. In oh, like, a, like say, a state of life way, you know, like I, not 100%. like I'm here yeah. to watch teenage turtles, not regular adult turtles. Like I'm here for teenage turtles. Yeah. That's right. Because again, That's we are weird. against pedophiles, no pedophiles for, for young turtles, but also for more, mostly for people, but also for young turtles. Probably That's that exactly word right. of, right. of preference. Um, but Katie Splinter mentioned the famous friends, though, which is why we landed on the, the reference she used was uh, uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. And I feel like uh, Ben Affleck's kind of always hovering the news because of being a famous person and being with Jennifer Lopez, Matt Damon very much in the news because of his turn as the military heavy uh, in Oppenheimer. Uh, so th- I thought this was a good uh, launching off point. No, and I love it. And it's perfect for our birthday month as well, because uh, f- we have best friends of the show. That's what's actually helped in the, in the scheme of our company. Like what has helped us grow and propel us forward and helps us pay all our staff. We definitely have ads during shows uh, and that helps for sure. But the majority of our income actually comes from our friends and our best friends of the show so mm-hmm. it's very we're very grateful to our bfots uh for how they uh, pay my health insurance so i'm so grateful for them for us yes yeah. yes friends is a is an enduring theme not only in conversation but in the um, operational uh, value of our business you know w- uh, whenever we're doing an episode i try to like just gauge like what's my initial thought on something before like i dive into the research you know yeah um and i was thinking like when I think of famous friends, like who do I immediately think of? Um, beyond the, the Matt and Ben of it all, I, I realize I don't really actually think of it correctly. I just think of famous people who are fans of sports teams, and I assume that they're all really great friends. Like I assume Paul Rudd and John Hamm and Heidi Gardner and Cam from Modern Family are like the bestest of best friends because they're always oh. like they're Chiefs fans. But I don't, I don't know if that's actually true. You know? And see, I always think of, like, if you were to say, who or, who do you think of when you think of best friends in Hollywood? I always, always go to Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton. Even though okay. they're really technically, like, they had a falling out. It was, like, complicated. But I always think of them. And I always think about their third wheel, Kim Kardashian, who, ironically enough, has circled them, circled the wagons around them 17 times and is now worth $17 billion. And she was like, I was the third friend that yeah. only was valuable to organize closets. And now I run the planet. So. Just a, just a, a inspiration for third wheel friends everywhere. You know, Thank you. That they can exactly. possibly As someone who's often that. a third wheel friend, I, I, she is my, 
She is my muse for sure. You're you're often a third. Like, is this a is that a lately thing or is that like throughout the course no, of your life? No, it's because I'm not good at being a friend in the sense of like nobody's like making me their best friend because like when they want to talk about something meaningful, I'm like I gotta go pee and then I just mm. leave. Like I I can't handle the emotional heavyweight part of friendship, so I'm not often someone's best friend. Um, I'm their maybe most fun friend. Like I'm yeah. a lot of people's most fun friend, but like I'm not most people's like oh yeah she's she will. She will cry with you. She will hold your hand through a difficult thing. No, I'm the friend that's like, you were in the hospital? Oh, my gosh. That, did you post no about idea. it on social? I had no idea. You texted me, but I didn't read it. So how would I know? <laughs> how would I know? Um, I Yeah, I don't think I'm I'm not really a first or second or third. I'm just kind of like a friend out there for some people. I just like uh, – I'm like an idea. <laughs> you know, I don't really like have like slotting or anything like that. But um, I exist sometimes to people as friends. Yeah, have you uh, been probably. a groomsman in a wedding? You've been a groomsman in a wedding. I have. I yeah, have. There um, you go. I've, uh, I've asked Jason to send uh, pictures uh, <gasps> of his Italy trip. Um, so I've gotten some really great pictures. Um, oh, that's uh, what a he, friend would do. He took a really great picture of, a honestly, a really rundown Burger King and sent it to me and thought I would like that. And I did. I enjoyed that very much. So, um, Listen, just like, that's how Burger King's popping off. That's right. Movie. Jason Waterfalls is in Europe. And we were like, did people prepare you? And we realized no one had, no one had prepared him and his nope. sweet wife about like how you have to like just etiquette of being. Yeah. In, and I was like, listen, someone's going to try to pick your pocket. And then a city councilor is going to come out and start screaming. I said, Jonah, and you're going to know, like, keep your, keep your stuff tight to you. Keep your stuff tight. I told and him, there's never, no, I've... there's no water or ice anywhere. So you need, and he was like, they told us that we shouldn't bring a water bottle. And I'm like, there's water in your sink. So if you want water, you're going to need to have it with you. Like, nobody's going to give it to you. Yeah. I told him if he doesn't talk, if, if if he doesn't talk with his hands, people won't listen. It's almost like an on off switch. Right. If you're not speaking, gesturing with your hands, they can't even hear you in Italy. I don't know if he bought it, 100%. but I'm, I'm looking correct. forward to hear his experience of it. Um, so we're going to talk broadly and specifically about, uh, famous friends. Um, Jamie's got a really great listing of, uh, some examples to go through. Before we do that, I want to run through, uh, you know, I think it's important before we talk about like these specific iterations of friends. I think there's a large um, kind of phylum, class order, family yeah. genus species of, of friends, you right. know, that I can kind of uh, talk about to help maybe frame that conversation. So uh, I'll run through a few types of friends with an example uh, really quick. You know, we mentioned Matt and Ben uh, as the jumping off point. Um, I think they're a great example of the the Bill and Ted type of friends where their friendship is more interesting than either of them singularly are <laughs> together, you know? That's and fair. It's like that's their friendship together is actually the thing that got us interested in them. So when you make them be separate, you're like, ah, oh, man, it'd be cooler if they were like on stage, like hugging each other after winning an award, like the Oscars, right? I would rather see them together all the time. Like when Matt was with Matt was doing press, he was often paired with Emily Blunt because Emily Blunt and he live in the same building uh, in New York and they go Whoa. on family vacations together, which is super cute. But they were not interesting together. I'm going to be honest. Like their interviews were not interesting because she, she would also often try to be making fun of him because you can tell that's an, like a part of their friendship, but he was not good at like, I, he didn't feel comfortable like giving it back to her. Yeah. So it was just made her look like a bully, which she's, yeah. it, it, it's, she's not. And it's just like, this is not fun. This is not a good hang. So I kept wishing Ben Affleck was in it. I was like, well, who could Ben Affleck have paid? Could he have played the bomb? I don't know. I, I got the that. answer. I got the answer. The Chevalier dude. You need like a Frenchy oh, kind of douchebag. Yes. Yeah. Ben Affleck couldn't have done that. He couldn't okay, have. That's 100%. a deep cut Oppenheimer reference. So for the, you know, the flyover Karens they haven't seen Oppenheimer. They're not going to know what that means. It's not even an important part of the movie, but I feel like he would have nailed that part. He would have. I would have loved to seen them do press together. Um, okay. You also have the Timon and Pumbaa friends. 
And these are the friends that are so different. It informs the relationship in a really sweet way. And that's uh, Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. You just, you look at them, you're like, huh? What's going on here? But then like when you actually look at iterations of the friendship, you're like, that actually makes a lot of sense. They bring out some good stuff in each other. Although I don't know if, I don't know if Timon Timon was like his best, most healthy, healthiest self in that partnership in The Lion King, you could argue. Felt like there was some, uh, uh, mono, uh, manic, uh, tendencies in, in Timon, but that probably is a different episode to examine that. There's also, there's the Nick and Jess in New Girl, uh, aka the will they, won't they, did they, why don't they? Um, and these are friends whose friendship is, Mostly informed by the absence of a romantic entanglement, despite everyone wanting it. And obviously, there's only one real good iteration of this. Do you, would you like to guess who the best iteration of this is, Jamie? Of will they, won't they? Will they, won't they? Did they? Did why they? don't they? Uh, I feel like the right answer is uh, Maddie, like the moonlighting couple. The moonlighting. This is, don't worry, I'll cut all that. So it's fine. <laughs> don't like. <laughs> I know, I know. Sorry, I thought it was obvious. So I was like, this will be like a setup spike. And then do you start saying moonlighting? And I was like, I don't even know what moonlighting is. Is that a, is that an act? Is that a show? Is that a movie? Dare you pretend you are 24. You are not 24. Is that what the youths do to each other and show their butts? Stop it. Moonlighting is a delightful show with Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepard. Wow. Too soon. Too soon on Bruce Willis. Um, uh, I was actually going to say, Kaylee. I know, I know. I just I'm gonna I think I'm gonna become the guy who like if anything's happened to anybody at any point I'm just gonna be like ooh too soon and Listen, that it make is you too step soon because back. I just found out Pee Wee Herman is dead and I didn't know and now it is too soon yeah it is I mean but it's like then you get in the conversation of like how much respect do you give the death of a public masturbator like wh- where's the line I know, and he you was know? seventy I think I feel like he, he's always been. 29 to me this was like know. a great question for aaron aaron can we get your take how at what point like a public masturbator like how do you honor them them and their death you know oh, what's your take listen <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know. okay this is i tricky. also want to become the guy who just asks Aaron impossible questions i want to bring <laughs> her in and ask her an impossible question to answer how long ago did he publicly uh can you say it twiddle you're making it worse twiddle is dumb was it as dumb or as D, Knox? You know the facts of the story. I D. think masturbation it's a, it's is so. D. Yeah, it's he such a clinical D. word that it takes the, the the piss out of it. But then when you say twiddle, like it makes it weird all over again to me. <laughs> okay, when did he publicly masturbate? How long ago? Man, I don't know. Wouldn't it be weird if I knew exactly? That would be kind of strange. It, that would be weird. I like the I'll date. Be honest. Yeah, the time, the movie. It was July twenty sixth, nineteen ninety one. Oh, if we're if it was last century. Oh, yeah, I agree. It's in the last century. And he apologized and was like, my bad. And plus, he was, to be fair, he was in Sarasota, Florida. And, okay, okay. That's a different story. Okay. <laughs> right? I feel Who's like going to do it? The Who's going to do it? What was the movie? Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Who's going to be the one that's like, if you're there in that kind of movie, you're kind of asking for it, right? Like, and that's how what many we do people here. were in that theater? I think, I think the movie is really the deciding factor here. What's the well? I'm gonna go back to the number of people in the movie. Is there like over seven and a half? It's offensive. Under seven and a half? It's not offensive. I'm just saying, like if you're a, if you're, I don't know if I want to be the person. No, that really, you started. Listen, so just like I see know, where you go. Know, just see I where know. you go. It's it's all good fun. I know. I just, I think it's all movie... good Christian fun. You know. <laughs> okay. What if I told you the name of the lineup of, f- of films that night? Okay. Nurse Nancy. Uh, what's okay. that about? Well, you'll have to. What do you Google think? That. What do, What do you think, Aaron? <laughs> No, she is Googling it, everyone. No, for the audio. She is Googling it. I want it to be like Nurse Nancy, Debbie Does Dallas, and the Bridges of Madison County. And it's like, well, you know, we got to put a legit. That is that is a trifecta for sure. If you found out Pee Wee Herman was doing this to Bridges of Madison County with Clint Eastwood, 
Would that change how you feel about this, Aaron? Oh, Nurse Nancy was the movie that he was watching. Yeah, because the next two movies were Turn Up the Heat and Catalina 5-0 Tiger Shark. Nurse Nancy is an adult movie. It's an adult film. Yeah, it's South Coast Cinema. It's an adult movie theater. What are we doing is, if we're not doing that at an adult movie theater? Well, and the detectives came in at the first movie. They nabbed three men for indecent exposure. So they were just getting ready. Wow. And then one was openly uh, twiddling his D, and that was Paul Rubens. Look, but, I, I don't know. I mean, Hold on. This was happening adult... in like the, the opening credits of the movie? That's insane to me, honestly. <laughs> the SWAT team was waiting? Br- that is somebody that's come to party and has wow. already brought they – they've already pre-gamed. Do you know what I mean? <sighs> Pun intended. Yeah, yeah. I think that is right. <laughs> Do you want to know what um, the tagline is for this movie? Oh, for Nurse Nancy? Yeah. Um, um, time for your time for your sponge bath. Oh no, it's not even that good. I don't know no. why you're reacting like that. You put me on the spot, and I thought that was a pretty good answer. That was actually a pretty good. No, answer. that was good. Thank I you, was Jamie. saying that was good. Uh, Nancy and her roommate are just what the doctor ordered. What? That's too long. That's too wordy. <laughs> That's not. You can't have That's a whole ins- sentence. That's too many verbs. I You're introducing other like characters that. that haven't even made it to the premise of the movie. That's insane. Uh, again, podcast teens. We we're so glad you're here, but yeah. do not repeat these stories to your family. I'm editing okay. this one because because Jason's at Burger King in Europe, so I think I'm going to keep all that. <laughs> I liked all of it. Did I even say who the d- example is? Did we ever get to that in this? The Nick and Jess. Will they? Won't they? Did they? Why don't no. they? No, this is my no, fault. My uh, Mindy Kaling and BJ Novak. Mindy oh Kaling yes. And BJ Novak. Well, and yeah. I think. Well, we know they have because she has said they dated and they. Okay. But uh, they're not together anymore. Sure. Uh, okay. She, you know why they're not together? Because she's almost twenty mile hikes, um, which is how she's pretending uh, she got that body. Okay. Who has the time to walk? Nobody's going 20 on twenty miles. mile hikes every day. So she has toddlers. No one is going on 20 mile hikes. The logistics alone. We're talking hours. We that's, are talking literal hours. Nuts. Unless she's got a good pace. Uh, another type of friends, the Jonathan and David. Um, these oh. are friends who are <laughs> you worried? Aaron, you nervous? You feel good? Oh, I'm not nervous. Okay. Okay. I like it. Uh, these are friends who are so famous and such good friends that people think it's something more, but it isn't. It's just what you think it is. Good do you th- friends. Do you think Ken and Allen were something more? I don't think so. I don't think there no. was that in the text. You know, just, I think it was just pure friendship. He just could wear all his clothes and he was yeah. his buddy. Yeah. Mm. He's just that something you need. Sometimes you need a Jonathan and a David situation in your That's life. Right. I've That's got fair. this as uh, Oprah and Gail, you know, both famous. Oh, yeah. No, both really sure. good at what they do. People like to make it weird, but it's not weird. They're just good friends. Nothing wrong with that. I like that. Uh, there's the Dwight and Angela. And these are friends who are connected by a circumstance. Uh, that is kind of strange, but their relationship together makes people uncomfortable around them. Um, I've got Derek and Julianne Huff for this one. Uh, they are related, but the relationship still makes people uncomfortable. It still makes me uncomfortable. It, it, it's will they, won't they? It's a combination of all of these. It's Jonathan it really and David. Is. It's Nick and Jess. And to be honest, it's Timon and Pumbaa. It is. It is. Who's the Timon? Who's the Pumbaa is the question. Right there, oh, Pumbaa you know? is for sure Derek. Come on. I think so. I think yeah. you're right. Uh, there's the Buzz and the Woody, a.k.a. the Frenemies. And these are uh, – they present like friends, but on the surface of trying to outdo each other. Uh, think Kobe Shaq uh, in the early 2000s. Think Taylor Swift, Katy Perry. Uh, there's the uh, We Dug Cole Together. This is uh, like Raylan Givens and Boy Crowder in Justified. Uh, and these are people who serve together in obscurity before finding their places in the world. And I'm thinking Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants uh, girls. We got Blake Lively, America Ferreira, uh, Amber Tamblin, and Alexis Bledel. They are actually, all four of them are super good friends, even yeah. though Blake Lively has like far 
And, and and you know what it is? It's also a combination of the Toby and Leo because the sisterhood all knows what Blake Lively's nose looked like when they made that first film. That's true. That's and it true. It does not look yeah. like that anymore. I don't know. Work. Late puberty. It happens sometimes, Jamie. You just no, don't know. Sure. Yeah. You just don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, uh-huh. There's the smoke show friends. And these are people who wouldn't normally be friends, but they're so hot that they can't relate to normals. So they just have to seek companionship in, in each other. So uh, like me I'm and th- Aaron? Of course, that's it was on the tip of my tongue, but you said it first, so Thank there you. it is for the record. Um, I'm thinking Brad Pitt and George Clooney. We got that. Oh, yeah. uh, I just found out Brad Pitt and Bradley Cooper are both like really good friends. Like Bradley, uh, Brad Pitt got Bradley Cooper sober, so that, I thought that was interesting. I'm thinking Janelle Monae and Tessa Thompson. You don't know how to approach those people. Like no one can be friends oh. with Tessa Thompson. And Janelle and Tessa are also many like Nick and Jess, Jonathan and David. Like yeah. they're all of those as well. That wow. that is true. That is true. And then lastly, we have the Nepo babies. And these are the friends who don't get it why everyone else doesn't understand how hard it is to be successful when your parents are super <laughs> famous and successful. And so they have to seek companionship in each other. I'm thinking Kay Hudson and Liv Tyler here. Kay Hudson and Liv Tyler, really good friends, Nepo babies. That's what's really driving. Oh yeah, because they their parents were famous and so they became they went to the fa- same famous high school. And yeah. so they all became friends like really young. I read that Kay Hudson calls Steven Tyler Papa Tyler. And I'm just like, I just don't like any of this. I would like to hit the. You think Papa the, Tyler would tap that? He would if given the opportunity, right? <sighs> the question is, has he? That's, I mean, I don't want to ask the question everybody's thinking, but I has definitely he? think they have kissed on the mouth. Like for sure. A hundred percent. This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Aura Frames. It's Knox here with your annual reminder that Mother's Day is just around the corner this year. Let's think outside the box a little bit, guys. Forget sweaters, candles, or the dreaded bathrobe. They're also predictable and boring. That's why this year I'm recommending you get an Aura frame. It's the perfect gift to mix things up and give a gift that shows some real thoughtfulness and is guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. We actually have one of these in our house right now, and we absolutely love it. It only takes about two minutes to set up, and it was super easy. Between all the kids, I was a little worried we'd run out of room, but it has free unlimited storage for photos and videos, and you can invite as many people as you want to contribute to the frame. Now that the kids are a little older, we've added them as contributors to the frame. And it's been really fun to see a few of their photos pop up from events they attend without us. Right now, R has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting rframes.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code podcast at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big, small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that if left unchecked can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down, big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago, making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress in a very safe environment instead of bottling it all. As someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's given me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash podcastpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash podcast pod. All right, picture this. It's finally getting warmer and you're picking up the after work run or a workout, but it's 4 p.m. and you're ready for a little snack to keep you going. 
What you want is something with clean, wholesome ingredients, but it's hard to find a snack that is great on the go and also fills you up enough to make a difference. Get ready to find out how good healthy snacks can taste with Chomps. We're big fans of Chomps in my house because not only is it so easy and convenient, but it's made with natural ingredients that taste great. Whether I'm prepping for recordings or taking one of the kids to one of their many end-of-year activities, I always have a Chompstick with me. They're also allergy-friendly, so I never have to worry about one of the kids deciding they want to take it with them. Chompsticks come in 10 delicious bold flavors, so there's a healthy snack option for everyone or grab a variety pack to satisfy your whole family's taste buds. There are even smaller chomplings for a quick snack for any kids in your life. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash popcast. Go to chomps.com slash popcast to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash popcast. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. So the weather's getting warmer, and I'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even penthouse Jamie, she's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy. But y'all know how I value quality, and I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am super bummed to try. They have such a nice drape to them and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable and I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story. Like, They have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pop to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pop. Uh, Jamie, do you want to talk about celebrities we didn't know were friends? Okay, so my favorite story of all time of two celebs that were friends that we didn't know they were friends when they were little and now they're like married is... Uh, uh, Marcus Mumford, the lead singer of Mumford and Sons, and Carrie Mulligan. So that's my first, because that's just a favorite. That's not who I'm going to really talk about. But like, again, they met at Christian Youth Camp and they became pen pals when they were yeah. when she was 12 years old. How freaking adorable is that? And then she went to a Mumford and Sons concert in 2011 when she was 26 years old, and they like saw each other after, and they were like, "Oh my god, you're pen pals." And then six months later, they were engaged to be married. Now they have two kids. They've happily ever after. And listen, that was right after she split up with Shia LaBeouf. Wow. And she like found, she like returned to the original, which I love. And the to fact be, that to the be original. To be on the wall of the Shia LaBeouf, Carrie <sighs> uh, Mulligan conversations, I, I would like that. I would like that. But then another, like you didn't know they were friends, but they really weren't friends. Matthew Perry, you know, from Friends. Yeah. And Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Okay. They went to, uh, yes, they attended elementary school together. And Matthew Berry famously tells the story of how when he was in the fifth grade and Justin Trudeau was in the third grade, he beat him up. He beat him up. He said, quote, I think he was excelling in a sport that we weren't. So it was just jealousy. Um, I'm not bragging about this. This is terrible. I was a stupid kid. I didn't want to beat him up, but I felt like I had to. I think I, I think at one point I tried to turn it into love play, which made it worse because you're fifth grade and third grade. (laughs) I'd, I'd like to, the uh, defense would like to inquire as to the definition of the word love play 
uh, in a fifth grade bullying situation. When you're 11. But Justin Trudeau famously tweeted at Matthew Perry and said, I've been giving it some thought. And you know what? Who hasn't wanted to punch Chandler? How about a rematch? Wow. I love Justin Trudeau. Okay. I, what, but, what are the odds that they call themselves the disgusting brothers when they go out together? It's pretty high, is it <laughs> not? It's 99.8%. <laughs> um, and then I want to give a couple that I didn't know were friends. And again, it goes back to childhood because you just never know who you're fr- – like, I don't know. Maybe somebody I was friends with in childhood, maybe they're not, you know – uh, uh, I don't know. I come from a small town, like an actual small town, yeah. like with one traffic light and no stores. And so um, I don't know that any of us ever worked out, like including me. You know what I mean? But I love that these famous people were friends as children. The first being Gwyneth Paltrow and Maya Rudolph. And they are still Whoa. super close to this day. They became friends. Not just because they went to the same school, but because their dads went to college together. Dick Rudolph and Bruce Paltrow became best friends when they met in college. And then they they moved their families to Los Angeles. And so Maya and Gwyneth both went to St. Augustine by the Sea School. That feels like the most famous, you know, uh, the OC school ever. Anything right? by the sea, school, restaurant. <laughs> Government building, don't care, love it, all in. Thank love you. it, always into it. And then when Gwyneth was on SNL in 2001, she said, um, I hosted once before, but this week has been really extra special to me because one of my best friends is on the show now, and I'm so proud of her. We've known each other since we were seven years old. Uh, her name is Maya Rudolph. Isn't that adorable? Whoa! I would, I would just like to push back and say, if they're such good friends, I feel like Gwyneth Paltrow would have been perfect for the Rose Byrne part in Bridesmaids. But she didn't get that part, so I just have to ask. I don't know. I love Rose Byrne, like because she she's really good in it. She's so good in it. And then my favorite, you did not know they were friends, and not in a million years would you have known they were friends. And they still talk to this day. Uh, They went to the same uh, elementary school, middle school, high school, and that is Zach Braff and Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill, what? The creator of my favorite album of all time, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. They were childhood friends. They went to Columbia High School together in Maplewood, New Jersey. And Lauren attended his bar mitzvah. And he said, this is Zach Braff said, uh, there was a game called Coke and Pepsi. Did you ever play Coke and Pepsi? No, I did. I'm okay. not a big game guy ever, especially as a kid. <laughs> That's true. Don't That's even know what this fair. game is. That's true. So you have a partner and one person was Coke and the other person was Pepsi. And depending on what the DJ would yell, you had to run and get on that person's lap. And he said Lauren was his Coke and Pepsi partner. Most kid, like, like most game, te- teenage games seem like ways to get it as adjacent to hooking up as possible, but you're like in a structurally to, appropriate way. You're just trying to get Pikachu's near each other or yeah. Pikachu and Diglett near each other or Diglett sure. and Diglett near each other. That's what you're trying to do. But I kind of love that they... But famously, she would not let him use a track from her album on Garden State. Lauren Hill probably didn't match the vibe of Garden State. Um, but also no. maybe she was like trying, she was like, Hey, I'm trying to evade taxes right now. So like, let me do that. I can't like, listen, think about I can't bring any more results. attention to me because yeah. of all the taxes I have not paid. Yeah. I keep a low very proof. Fair. Yeah. That's true. I think that's a, that's a really good list. It, uh, I, uh, Bruce, Bruce Rudolph, no, Bruce Paltrow and Dick Rudolph. Those How are some are those names? very white masculine names. We're just not getting any more. You know, we just don't have those anymore. I know we don't have them. If you're if you're listening and you're ba- you're naming your baby Bruce or Dick or Bruce Dick or Dick Bruce, I would like to know <laughs> because I just don't think those kids exist anymore. Listen, are people marrying the, naming their kids Dick? I mean, maybe maybe a Richie. You know, maybe you after the bear season two. You cannot name your kid Richard and people not call him Dick. That's crazy. It's, it's just right there. I just I would love to see the chart, and it feels like it would be a precipitous fall. 
from like in the sixties, it was like, this is a great name. And then it turns into definitely euphemism for a, for a penis. And it's got to fall off the cliff, right? But you know to. who did that? Peter. Guys named Peter was like, but doesn't it sound like that should also be called a dick? Oh, this is a like, great we got to get the heat off of us. Yeah. See, I think I'd always just thought that this was like, I didn't think it was like big Peter was like, Hey guys, yearly convention, let's get the heat off the dick stuff with us and, and put it on Richard. I just thought it was at, uh, with Richard Nixon. I saw like people just didn't like him or like, what's the worst thing we could do? Equate him with the penis. And I thought like that's oh. kind of where, but I Maybe like your theory. The etymology of it. I, don't I know think your theory is a lot better. I think Not the yet. Peters were like, Hey, let's unite, you know, uh, like, uh, uh, free frame, like high five. And like, let's really shift the the narrative because you don't really hear the the, the penis peter or penis peter stuff anymore. I don't think you know. No, you just hear dick. Yeah. Um, it's been a okay. great episode for kids, by the way. Look, it's been a great episode for kids. I don't know if you're if you're still listening in episode <laughs> five sixteen and you're like, I think I could sneak this one in with my kids around and it'll be fine. That's folly, bro. Like, what are you doing? That's well, crazy. and I do think our show is a great show to help introduce your kids to concepts that maybe you're not fully comfortable with, but you can be like, Did you hear Jamie when she said dick? Let's talk about it. Like, yeah. let's go to Chick-fil-A. How that make you feel? Although I don't think Chick-fil-A moms are doing that, but Taco Bell moms are for sure doing that. When Jamie was emphasizing how teenage the mutant turtles were, did that make you feel good or sad? <laughs> <laughs> listen, uh, listen, Michelangelo was like... Um, okay, let's talk about friends that, you know, we've talked about friends that are friends that we didn't know about. Jamie, would you like to talk about friends that we want to happen? I have created the perfect combination. Okay, so here's who I want. Here are the two famous people I want to be friends. That is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I would like him to become best friends with the previously mentioned Raylan Gibbons, Timothy oh. Oliphant. Now, okay. pro tip. A listener who has the last name Oliphant did correct us in last week because we talked about Timothy Oliphant. And she's like, it's Oliphant, like elephant. And I was like, okay, well, we're going to learn. Learning together. Learning I hear you. Together. I hear. Th- I, and I want to do the the, the soul searching and I want to learn and I want right. to correct my mistakes. But you're not. It's going to take six months. Okay. It's okay. a slow moving boat here. You know, that's fair. But here's why I think. The Rock and Timothy would make great friends. First of all, they have a ton in common. You're not ready for how much these guys already have in common. They're both in their 50s. They were both raised in California. They live like four miles from each other, which I know in LA is like uh, seven hours, but still. They're both married with three kids. His So uh, The Rock's oldest is Simone. And Timothy's youngest is Henry. They're both 22. They could get married. Okay, let's go. Okay. Uh, both of them are descended from greatness. Obviously, The Rock, we did a The Rock Explained episode, which we'll include in the show notes, a link to. But, you know, The Rock, his father and grandfather are in the WWE Hall of Fame, right. which is right. pretty impressive. And then Timothy Oliphant, his paternal fourth great grandfather was Cornelius Vanderbilt. Like, uh, the Vanderbilt. I know. Isn't that nuts? Like, that's nuts. Okay. Both The Rock and Timothy went to D1 colleges. I don't know what that means, but I assume that's, like, important college. I don't know. What's a D1 Athletically, college? it's the highest form of, of athletic competition. Okay. So they both went to D1 colleges on sports scholarships. So uh, The Rock went to the University of Miami for football. And a little Timothy went to uh, 
USC for swimming on a scholarship. That's right. Full scholarship. Got a big okay. swimmer figure. Looks like great oh. shoulders, really narrows down at the waist, very See, aerodynamic. And that's another reason I think they would be great friends because they're not competing over best hair, obviously, because yeah. right. obviously Timothy has it. And then they're not competing over best body because obviously The Rock has it, right? Sure. Because he has more of a swimmer's body. He has more of a all the chemicals that right. he has taken to make that body that big. <laughs> it's really impressive. But here's why I think they should be friends because – I believe that The Rock is an overrated actor and Timothy is an underrated actor. Okay. Okay. And I agree I think with all that this. Tim- okay. I think that Timothy could make Dwayne better at the craft and then Dwayne could help Timothy meet somebody, anybody, an agent, anybody that could help him get better roles other than just Graham Yost. Okay. I'd like him to meet somebody other than Graham Yost. I think uh, this, is, this is a great call because obviously uh, Timothy Oliphant – Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant? Oliphant. Like elephant. Oh, you can't say like elephant, but then say oliphant. So, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna work really hard. I'm <laughs> Although gonna work really hard. Ju- those, those literally rhyme. Like it's just little... it's a lot of and I'm just not a big instructions for pronunciation guy. It's just gonna be hard for me. Well, so, again, I watched the Conan months. clip. Well, there's a Conan clip where literally it's how do we say <laughs> Timothy's name? And Timothy is like it's Oliphant. Like I watched it over and over Oliphant. and then wrote a phonetic clip. Oliphant. 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 See, you oh. made me do it wrong. Oh no, you did it wrong. Now it's imprinted on me again. Wrong. <laughs> So that that's God. This is never gonna work. Um, I don't even remember what I was saying. I um, Olympus, Olympus. O- obviously, Olymp- um, yes. Timothy uh, Raylan Givens um, yes. plays a very famous sheriff. I'm hearing next season of Justified, we get another marshal and they're teaming up. We got a buddy cop situation. I think The Rock, if memory serves, um, one of his like first big roles was as a sheriff. Uh, he played Buford Pusser. Uh, in like Adamsville, Tennessee, mm. like Walking Tall, the adaptation. Okay, y'all heard? Pusser? Y'all know about Buford Pusser? Y'all know Pusser? about that guy? No, I did yeah. not know about Buford Pusser. Listen, he was a sheriff who was in like West Tennessee, Adamsville. He patrolled with a big old stick, like a club, like Samson, but redneck. Oh. And then the Dixie Mafia killed him. Um, <gasps> and that's a whole different conversation. But okay, the I Rock, see that. the Rock didn't like do that version of it. Like they, you know, they unsouthern'd it probably um, for good reason. But both are good at playing like law authority figures. So I feel like no, they're excellent there. at it. I really like that. Okay. I would love that. I would love them to collaborate. Okay. Aaron, are you Googling friends? Buford Pupser? Because I, I just want to like, if, if you do, I want to know your take, you know, once you, once you get She's there. like, I'm in the middle of working hard on Faith Adjacent. So. See, actually, uh, I'm, I'm not trying to flex on y'all, but I did play in a baseball state tournament when I was 12, you know? Um, so like, whatever, you know, is that, not a big deal. Is that, Let's be you cool. Still believe, but you still believed in Santa then too, right? I mean, I was, I was open to different possibilities about Santa at that point. <laughs> Oh, um, Pusser has the comb over of a century. Yes, he does. I'm looking at it. He's a yes, real he person. Yes, yes, he is, Aaron. Uh, did you think I was making that up? You think I just off no, the dome? I, 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 I didn't. I, I thought thought know. I'm with, movie character. I'm with Aaron. I thought it was the movie character. I didn't know that this was a real person. No, like he really did get murdered by the Dixie Mafia. Uh, um, uh, in like he almost looks like Memphis, he could coach a football team. Well, li- listen, uh, uh, so 12 year old state tournament, um, what they gave, like a participation award for after you got eliminated, uh, they gave a team full of 12 year olds a giant stick to commemorate, like, this One is an Adamsville. One stick to share? Or no, no, no. We all stick? got our own individual club to use, like a bat, but club? Like, 
with finished wood on it, like to run around and like hit people with. It was a bad idea, but it's because we played in the same county that Buford Pusser, uh, oh, sheriff. Fun. Okay, that's fine. Um, my friend group thing that I want to happen is, uh, you know what? I feel like was that a nat? Was that a, like an aggressive nat? Because I was an that aggressive was an aggr- reaction. Like it came at me. I, like, it felt like it, that was felt, defense mechanism. Like defense. That was she. It went now. It's at her. Like it's, I'm not, hearing, it's like, out of control. It sounds like a 747 is flying through there. You know, you guys got to do something about that. <sighs> Um, the, uh, uh, I, I want, so obviously, you know, we've been talking a lot about Barbie and Oppenheimer, right? Like that's been at the theaters. Um, they're, they're married at the hip because they came out at the same time. I actually want them to solidify this freaking relationship and I want a sequel and I want legally Barbie and Oppenheimer, you know, I want that. I want a historical fiction focusing on Oppenheimer suing to get his secure uh, security clearances back. Cause obviously that's the best part of the movie. Right. Um, when he's talking, that's about, what everybody talks about. Everyone's loving that part. They're like, <laughs> now who gets it? And what's that mean? And why is this bad? You just can't see government secret stuff anymore. But like, I want, I want a movie focused on that. And he gets a new lawyer. And do you want to know who that lawyer is, Jamie? Do you know who's defending <sighs> Oppenheimer? It's not lawyer Barbie. Cause I, I think that's Sharon Rooney. So I don't want, I want Margot yeah. Robbie. I want Margot Robbie. Yeah. Like yeah. You do. Barbie. Um, so she's defending him and lawyer Barbie is assisted by her paralegal Ken who's into it and is all into Oppenheimer. But then he sees the footage of, uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki and he really goes off the existential cliff because he doesn't know what to do with this. How do you defend Oppenheimer who like did this bomb that that devastated these Japanese cities? So that's a whole like fun. I mean, not fun, but it's a whole thing, you know, that Ken's get to, gets to work through. We get legally Barbie or uh, legally blonde vibes with Barbie. I just feel like it could be a lot of fun. Killian Murphy seems like a fun guy, you know? Okay. Will there be a sexual relationship between them? I mean, there was, uh, if you know anything about Oppenheimer and if you get the subtext in the movies, there's a lot of sexuality probably there. He does a lot of, he twiddles a lot of D's with a lot of people. Let me, can I spin zone you? Why has it got to be Barbie? Why can't it be Ken? Why can't oh, yeah, it be Ken? 100% can be Ken. Oh, that'd be When so Ken's good. on the existential cliff, it could be, uh, it could be, uh, old Killian Murphy helping to bring it back, you know? I don't know. Just the thought, I, just an idea. I'm down with, I thought I'm it could down be with like, all of that. Let's 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 make it let's make it real uh, in this cinema situation. No, I love that. Good call. Good uh, what's call. another friend uh, you want to happen? Listen, I started thinking about it. You know, Taylor Swift, who I love, and we love the Air Swear. It was a lovely show. I do think uh, Tara. No, I do think Taylor needs a life mentor. Okay, all right. But the problem with Taylor needing a life mentor is that person has to be more famous than Taylor. And has to be richer than Taylor. And that's difficult, okay? Because Taylor's worth $700 million. And uh, she's pretty famous. However, we all know who it is. It's Taylor Swift and Oprah Winfrey. Okay? Because Oprah's richer. She's more famous. And the thing that she will bring to Taylor's friend group that I do think is kind of missing from Taylor's friend group is a lived experience that actually reflects maybe the childhood poverty that Taylor suggests in lyrics, like I was raised on a farm. No, it wasn't a mansion. Just living room dancing and kitchen table bills. Your father was a stockbroker. Okay. I need you to yeah. calm. Your mom did market corporate marketing. Okay. I need you to calm And everybody down. had bills. Okay. It's just part of life. Everybody's got to pay bills. Every time I hear that lyric, if we could let our friends crash in the living room, Taylor, you own eight homes. You own eight homes and none of them have more than one bedroom. You need to shut up. Okay. I don't like that. But okay. So Oprah is worth $2.5 billion. That's a lot more. But then Taylor is worth, okay? Taylor's 33, Oprah's 69. 
That's nice. a nice, like she's has some lived experience. Taylor's single. Oprah has been with the same partner for 37 years, 30, yeah. but didn't marry because she was like, no, not doing this legally, even though we yeah. were supposed to get married in November of 1992. We did not. Uh, both have, they have a lot in common. They have uh, real estate portfolios worth more than $100 million each. What so are you talking about? I'm not even making that up. That's chaos. They both have uh, best friends who are famous, Selena. And Gail. Now, to be mm. fair, Gail probably was made famous by Oprah, but now mm. she has her own fame, right? Yeah. Um, both have media empires. Both have taken on the man. Oprah took on beef. Taylor took on the recording industry. They both have a history of disordered eating, so they could help each other in that yeah. respect. They both have a problem with blonde men treating them well. Remember when Oprah dated John Tesh and they broke up because he was not comfortable being in a biracial relationship? Yo, I don't know what you're talking about. That's news to me right now. Breaking that news right now. That is a Didn't true story. Google it. Also, Whoa. to be honest, listen, also to be honest, I think Taylor needs a woman of color in her inner circle that hasn't been rich celebrity since birth. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is not a real friend. Y'all calm down. Plus, how, Zoe dare, Kravitz how is, dare you? I will and, not allow and this to be stand honest, for this. Zoe Kravitz is not that. Like, Zoe Kravitz doesn't have a lived experience of a black woman in America. Okay. No, her she's just making movies called famous. Pussy Island with Ch- Channing Tatum. That's her lived Stop experience. She's doing Channing Tatum. Like, hello, excuse me. And then Selena. I know you might be like, but Selena, and to be fair, Selena does come from poverty. She had a teenage mom. Uh, like, I love that. But also, She's been a celebrity since she was 10 years old. You know what I mean? She needs an Oprah moment. Haim is great, but we need more diversity in our friendship group. Okay. Look at those 4th of July photos. There's not, that is the whitest group of people who have ever lived. You know what I mean? Like, I really like this. Wait, wait, wait. I think like there's, um, uh, uh, there's a very Godfather 2 dynamic here. You know, where it's like yeah. Michael at the end, spoiler alert for Godfather, at the end of Godfather, he kind of conquers all the local, like, you know, fa- like five families. He's yes. the guy. He's the capo, the tutti capo or whatever. Um, so uh, Godfather 2 is more about like uh, zooming out and becoming the big dog, like overall. And so he takes on Hyman Roth, who's that old guy who just watches college football games shirtless in his house and has company, <laughs> which is, right? again, the best move, the coolest move you could do. <laughs> um, I need... I need Taylor Swift to have like a, uh, like a, like an alpha enemy, uh, in the form of like an Oprah, someone who supersedes her to the max. But like, I feel like Taylor Swift's always better when she's, um, inspired. And to your point, I think she's so successful. Like what inspires you when you're this successful? I, I don't know. I, I feel like you need, you need an antagonist. So I would like Oprah so you to really, accept instead that of making them friends, you would like to see Oprah be her enemy. I mean, like frenemy of sorts. You know, here you go, Knox, your boy. I'm not trying to be a misogynist here. Uh, trying to be a friend to the ladies. So, um, maybe, maybe not that. Maybe like she's cool with Oprah, but then we also get an antagonist separate what to them. What if Stedman is the antagonist? You know Whoa. What I mean? I just, like, I just, or Dr. Phil. What if Dr. Phil is the antagonist? I think he is. I think, I don't know that he's on their level. I just do, I appreciate someone like Stedman who's like, I'm going to live my life. It's going to be quiet. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to benefit from this. I'm not going to make a, make a rustle out here. And I'm just yeah. going to live the good life. And there's a lesson. I'm going to walk the dogs and somebody's going to make me every meal that I ever eat. Look, yep. and the bonus of this, guys, why this is a great idea that Taylor Swift and Oprah Winfrey be friends is because Oprah's book club books can now each get a vault track. I mean, doesn't The Covenant of Water need a ballad with lyrics co-written by Aaron Dessner? I kind of love that. This episode is brought to you by Pear Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture-themed holiday, don't you? Whether it's April 25th, known as the perfect date, when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know. Or better yet, May the 4th. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate R2-Dust2 in honor of this most 
holy day of the year. And then I found out that Pear Eyewear just launched a Star Wars themed collection. Now I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead because the force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient, I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames, so satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans. And whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, Pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to PairEyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair and support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Eyewear.com, code POP. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Um, I'm gonna, so I'm going to do that. This is a little, uh, out of left field, but one of the friend groups I want to happen, I think I want to, it's not that I want to like unionize this group, but I just want to like, I just want to call attention to, there's a huge group of a certain type of character or person. Um, and I don't feel like we're, we're acknowledging that, or I don't think we're understanding the totality of immensity of this group. So I would like to organize them into some kind of hierarchy because I feel like I would like to see how the friend um, connections either evolve or devolve. And that is um, uh, in the subset group of fictional rabbits. Do you understand how many fictional rabbits there are in the world right now? There's so well, many more than you can possibly. There's think. probably more than I realize. I do like I in my head, I immediately be like, that's a rabbit. Peter rabbit. Okay. Yeah. Is, is Paddington the rabbit? Paddington is a bear, not a rabbit, but he knows Paddington's rabbits. He probably bear. knows rabbits. Uh, there so are rabbits. One. Just so you know, you've named one rabbit. You've named Peter. <laughs> no, <laughs> there's the rabbit in the movie Us. Um, there's lots yep. of rabbits in that. And Unnamed then, rabbit. And then there's the rabbit. Thumper is a rabbit. Thumper. We got a thumper. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and then Aaron, do you know any more rabbits? Nope. Nope. Don't go to Aaron. You got to get one more before you can go to Aaron. Okay. Uh, rabbit. Roger rabbit. <laughs> there you go. That's exactly right. Okay, Aaron, Aaron, can you name a rabbit? Uh, the rabbits in Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, What's, white rabbit. That rabbit have a name? White rabbit. Oh, white rabbit. Aaron okay. doesn't see we color. She about, just calls him rabbit. We talked about uh, you. Uh, somebody bowled that marvel in uh, <laughs> last week. That's the rabbit in Fatal Attraction. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But yep, like, that's it still rabbit. counts as a rabbit. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's alive uh, at some point there in the movie. She's named two. Can you get one more? We'll be tied. Um, 
Uh, Carmen has a rabbit. Carmen, Carmen who? the Carmen Christian music no. artist. Carmen uh, from the internet. Good karma. Oh, karma. <laughs> <laughs> Good Knox karma had a rabbit. Carmen, Carmen James, who is Good Karma Blog, who we love. And she does uh, have a rabbit. Knox had a rabbit. I did. Justin oh, yeah, Thumber you Lake. had Justin, Justin Thumber Thumber Lake. Lake. My yeah. friend Tiffany had a rabbit. What? These are not oh, famous rabbits, rabbits Aaron. These are not famous fictional rabbits. That's true. Uh, to be to fair, Carmen is is a famous in our lives. She is but not in my to, life. Not Listen, I like that. that in the uh, impromptu bunny rabbit draft that just happened here, <laughs> still sitting in the green room of the draft is Bugs Bunny looking around, oh. be like, nobody going to take me? That Easter bunny? Well, nobody nobody he's, think he's about the Easter bunny? Cheese. That's not as impressive. Come on. You got the Energizer bunny. You got oh. Judy Hopps from Zootopia. The tricks. What, uh, what rabbit about tricks when, Ralph, kids. when Ralphie dresses up as a rabbit in oh, yeah. A Christmas Story? That's a is costume. A it's not actually a rabbit, but I, I see your he's point, Pete. and I will is accept it. Pete, it. But is he a rabbit? Yeah, he's a rabbit. Okay. Why he is he a, I mean, he's, he's still Ralphie, but he's not it's a, a rabbit. It's supposed to, dem- it's like, it's, it's supposed to be embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, he's imitating a rabbit. Probably one that yeah. we've already oh. named, so I wouldn't say that counts. Um, the, the Tricks Rabbit. There's Bee Rabbit, Eminem from Eight Mile, the Cadbury Bunny. There's uh, uh the the rabbit you rabbits from Mice and Men. Up. Don't act like you're just. Did, I'm sorry. Was I acting like I was off the dome? Oh, I'm, we I've, the I've got a giant one list is here. the Easter Bunny. <laughs> Jamie, <laughs> you are you it? being for real? You know I said that. You know I, I said didn't that, hear like, you say it. Did you say Lola Bunny? Lola Bunny's hot. Lola Bunny's there, Jessica Rabbit, the Velveteen Rabbit, Benjamin Bunny, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, Buster Baxter from Martha, Playboy is Bunnies. Disney Bunny? Oswald is the, he's like the original Mickey Isn't Mouse. Isn't Alice in Wonderland Disney? No, that's I, not that's Disney. That's the first thing I said. You don't listen to anybody. No, no, I'm saying you said it, but is that a Disney rabbit? Is Disney is Alice, is Alice in Wonderland Disney? Disney? I think so, right? I think so. Uh, is Alice in Wonderland? Yeah, Walt Disney Productions, bro. That's true. <gasps> Look at I that. Not Why isn't that. she a princess? Why can't she be a princess? She's is it because of the drugs? Is it because she took the it's, drugs? She's just a person. Um, let me like see what else. Structure. I think the the hair from the tortoise and the hare, the killer rabbit from Monty Python. There's a lot of rabbits. So all I'm saying is, I just I I just want to know like how are the are the bunnies organized? Like who's the so cool? Are you like, want the them all bunny? to be friends? Like you want them to be all to be in a group together? Like is the Easter Bunny the the lead like bunny person? Is it Bugs Bunny? You know, and why is it Bugs Bunny? Because I don't really like know it what has his to thing be Bugs is. Bunny. He's got the strategy. He does, but he does. He also seems like he he does some bad tweets or problematic DMs. You know, from the past, <laughs> we we're like, oof, Bugs, what were we thinking here? Energizer you know, Bunny's you know always doing job? like today's show to try to like make it seem better. Bugs Bunny's <laughs> a misunderstood, misunderstood. He's misunderstood. Do you know? Uh, like, uh, I looked up what 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 does he do? What is his work? Like, what's well, his job? They don't have jobs. They have jobs, Jamie. They hundred percent have jobs. Okay. Uh, do you want to guess what his job is? Yeah. His job is an accountant. That's. Honestly, that's a terrible guess. Objectively, you know that's a terrible what you, guess. Aaron, what do you think Bugs Bunny's job is? He feels like a uh, he feels like a grocer. A grocer. First of all, it's <laughs> grocer, but is it? I think so. I'll I allow it. it. I would have probably pronounced it like that as well. Grocer, I, grocer. If you're a grocer, are you a grocer? Grocery? How do you say? Let grocery? her finish. Let her finish. Maybe she meant grocer. And it's just a definition um, we didn't know about. You know what I about. meant. You know what I meant. Oh, and it might be grocery. I guess it depends on where you're from. Uh, I feel like he runs like a, a boutique grocery. Oh, boutique like a grocery. like a like a Whole Foods, but like a Foods like a, like a, like a with like a, a a ladies boutique that only sells small, medium, and large clothes. Yeah, probably. Yeah. so. he is actually he's an entrepreneur. Uh, entrepreneur. He's an inventor. He invented the carrot peeler. So he lives off the income that gener- that is generated. I've never that. seen him peel a carrot. But I do not believe that. I, 
First he of all, a, Aaron, your energy is a little is a little aggressive. I'm just reading from the Wikipedia entry. I'm not. What are those I'm teeth not for? That. If you're not did eating you go like to the that? bottom, did you go straight to the bottom? I went to scandals did you, first. Did you go Doesn't have a lot of scandals. Call back. Doesn't have a lot of scandals. Call back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just I just want to know like what's the deal with the bunnies? What what those bunnies do and how they do it? Um, okay, well that's our conversation on. Friend, famous friends uh, in pop culture. If you have thoughts and opinions on our thoughts and opinions, please let us know. Narshame.com slash 516. All right, Jamie, you want to do some lights? <gasps> Let's do some lights. All right. What is your red light this week? Okay. I do want to start with a little tiny baby red light to all the listeners who heard last week's episode title, which was, quote, characters who probably did it and immediately assumed it involved a Pikachu or a Diglett. So that's yeah, on not perverts. he titled he titled perverts. the episode. People were really disappointed that it did not involve twiddling that D. So it it really because st- <laughs> I really sat there with it and I was like, man, this is a wordy concept. So how do I distill it down to its most innocent? You did a great job, innocent essence, and I and I completely didn't think about all the perverts out there who were like, there's this so is many about sex. They definitely listen to our show. So, but my proper red light is to me for turning into my parents, Chuck and Jan who do not auto update their apps anymore on their phone because we have IT Sunday once a month where I just go and help them fix their printer and I fix their phones and I fix their computers because, and they don't like auto updates because they decide when the internet can make changes in their lives. And so I have turned into this because I am trying to prevent Elon Musk from changing my Twitter logo to an X logo. I don't want it. I want to keep my little bird. I don't care how he feels about birds. So listen, um, Jason, Please wait. Oh, wait. Jason's not here. It's Knox, me. Talk please. to me. Okay. Make Knox, eye contact please. with me and tell me. Ask, <laughs> please, ask what you want. Please, yeah. please play Near My God to Thee. It near is copyright God. free. So please play Near My God to Thee. As I lament what a super wealthy amuse douche has done to the social networking site I have loved for more than 15 years. Now, literally was in my iPhone dock of my top four apps the entire time. It's where I met my emotional support coworker Aaron. Aaron, we met on Twitter. I know. It's where I met my Clary. She doesn't sound like she that was meaningful for her. That's fine. It was hard Keep to meet your energy. Yeah. Keep playing it. Listen, I met my Clary there, who is Laura Tremaine. It's where Natalie Grant got mad at me um, because I judged her for the dating show she was doing inside a church. It's where Beth Moore thought my mom was a drug dealer. It's where I live-tweeted award shows for a decade. And Elon has mutilated it with his dumb face and his dumb ideas. Yet here I stand on the Lido deck, holding a violin, determined to stay until the last breath I could take on the sinking ship. So sad. So sad. Is Twitter also where the dolphin thing happened? Um... No. Was that where the dolphin thing happened? No, the dolphin dolphin thing okay. happened in real life. It like it was a real life. Me. Thing what was the dolphin thing again? I don't remember for it's precisely dolphins are sexual. Dolphins are sexual. Dolphins are sexual. I'm not gonna dolphins tell you what ha- I'm not gonna tell what happened. Erin has a story where someone she knows was sexually uh not assaulted, but like yeah. sexually pursued by a dolphin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sexually pursued by a dolphin. Well, I mean, do we yeah, okay. Because when the gonna... person said no, the dolphin retreated. Yes? No, that's mm-hmm. not the story. Oh. But you can tell it like that. That's fine. Do you want to tell it? No, I'm you not going to You want to tell it at the, at the birthday, birthday UA? Birthday no. UA? Oh, so she right? was sexually assaulted by a dolphin. No, I'm not going to tell the story. Man, yeah, there's a second there where I was going to defend the dolphin, and I was like, hey, man, what you doing? Like, you don't even know the story. Why would you <laughs> do guys, that? Because if you Just Google, let it be. <laughs> dolphins, dolphins often sexually perceive humans. Like, yeah. there is They, they do it with dolphins, too. Yeah. They're not, they're not consensual 
animals. The animal kingdom doesn't have to have consent. You guys, yeah. they're animals. It's not, not predicated on that. Animals if that's the line you want, if that's what uh, you That want. is the line. Animals don't consent. That golden doodle did not yeah. consent. The, the golden retriever and the doodle did not, the poodle did not consent the doodle. to what happened to them. The headline from this episode is that the arc was just a big... It's just, it's just what it is. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't write the story. Um, my red light this week is uh, Loki season two. The trailer. Have you? Did you watch the trailer by any chance? No, I've only seen the poster. I, okay, I'm that's, fine. that's fine. I, I'm nervous. Look here. Um, so I'll I'll, I'll summarize it really quick. We have uh, uh, Kei Hui Kwan uh, is in this as like a repair okay, tech look guy. At him. I love him getting work. Love it. That's great. Gugu shows up. Love it. Great. Um, <gasps> it looks very time period jumpy so we're just gonna like jump to all kinds of time periods um throughout existence i feel like that could be interesting it could um uh mobius on wilson he trusted he it really is is banging the floor about key lime pie as a great food okay. i have some okay. distrust about that i feel like pie as a food is very overrated it's better in theory um there's the jonathan majors of it all as the big bad um, but he has some uh, abuse Ooh. allegedly circling him, uh, and and as of yet, like the hills taught us, the rest is still written on on, on that story. So we don't know right? how that's going to play out. But the big thing I'm redlighting is that there wasn't even a single wow from Owen Wilson in this trailer. You show me Owen Wilson for at least three good minutes, and we don't even get a single wow, not that's one solitary wow. I, I just the people making Tom Cruise movies, they're not going to make a Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> And I have Tom Cruise running. And yet here we are with Owen Wilson showing up, being charming, being convivial, being outgoing, charismatic, just a delight. And we don't get a single wow. So I don't, it, it doesn't bode well for me. It comes out on no, October 6th. It makes 6th. me nervous. Really are, you looking, are you looking forward to the show? Love the show. I love the show. I, I do did feel love like Loki season one. I didn't watch a single second of Secret Invasion, if that's even the name of the TV show. With Samuel Jackson. Yeah. No, and I feel like a better person. Because the reviews it. are poor. The reviews are very poor. It's very hand ringy, uh, ringy about it. And I didn't see it. So uh, I've been told the, the Marvel TV is dead. I think this is going to be great because I, I like Loki season one. So I think uh, I'm going to enjoy the direction it goes into. But if I had to create a I'm, I'm doubtful or I'm worried. It would be because I didn't get a single wow from Owen Wilson in this trailer. I would well, say. Of course, that, that's why it's going to be. Of course, of course, of course. Um, what is your green light this week, Jamie? Okay, my green light this week is a TV show. It's actually they they call it a miniseries. My theory is why they call it a miniseries is because the lead is not going to come back for a season two, which it would not make sense if he came back. But also, I think the they want to be in that category for the Emmy. So uh, the TV show is Hijack on Apple TV. It is a seven-part thriller miniseries starring Idris Elba. It's about when Flight KA-29 is hijacked during its seven-hour journey from Dubai to London. Corporate negotiator Sam Nelson, who is Idris Elba, he tries to use his professional skills to save everyone on board. Now, there's several things I love about the show. It was created by George K. and Jim Field Smith, who are the wizards behind Lupin. If you like Lupin, you'll mm-hmm. like this. Um, it's told in real time. So it's seven episodes, seven hours. It's a seven hour flight. Like we get in real time, um, which I kind of love that callback to 24 without needing 24 episodes. I like that. I'm also fascinated by the how do you pull off a crime like this that has really a lot of obstacles in its path. Um, it's hard to hijack a plane uh, because we were like only that 
that main time and then no more. We make yeah. it really hard. But every time they kind of reveal how something happened, you're like, well, that seems very plausible, which is actually discouraging as someone who flies. But yeah. there is a moment in the show that is so out of left field. It is my favorite feeling when I don't know what's coming. And then the thing that's coming is so shocking that I just stare mouth agape into the void. Game of Thrones did this really, really well. And Hijack has a couple of these moments, which I really like. Now, is Hijack going to win a Peabody? No, no, it is not. It is a fast paced, glossy good time with a lot of close ups of Idris Elba's face, which I am into. Um, it's just a good time. It's a good time. And if you're looking for like a short seminar that you can binge, because all the episodes are out now, you can binge it. You'll have a good time. Like you'll have such a good time. I will. Uh, I haven't finished it yet because I'm not caught up. Um, but glossy is the perfect word uh, to describe it. And I'm sure I will get there on a green light um, when I finish it. But you're right. Like this is they built the plane out of instead of the black box material, the Idris Elba material. Yes. Because <laughs> This is just the coolest man he's ever lived. And I would, I would subscribe to a YouTube channel that's just like following Idris Elba about his day because he's just, I just love spending time with him because he's such a quiet, confident actor and so cool. But also somehow you believe like that you could be on a plane with someone like Idris Elba, even though there's no universe in which I should be on the same plane as Idris Elba, you know, but he's that cool and that. Uh, normal and relatable, but also intensely attractive and just smooth listen, and suave. Listen, this is how cool you know Idris Elba is, is that the fact that Taylor Swift wrote a song called London Boy, mm-hmm. and at the top of it, she didn't hire Idris Elba to say what he said. He yeah. just was saying that in an interview where he was like, we, we can, can go, go driving, driving on, on my, my scooter. scooter. Just, just ride around London. London. I did a perfect, that was perfect. Don't know. I notes. was going to ask, is that your Idris Elba? <laughs> Would you like not. me to put with yours his so people can be like, Oh my gosh, that was seamless. Yeah. And so I kind of love like the fact that she heard that and was like, yes, I, and, and he, he gets paid for that, by the way, he gets paid that that is in that song. Like, good for him. Good for I him. I hope so. He, like, uh, he did his life's work as Stringer Bell. So everything else is just gravy. And I just love spending time with any kind of character iteration uh, he wants to do. I know. Um, so somebody recently asked that we should do a pilot program on The Wire. I'm not against that. I, it's so a tough. That. It's a tough entry point. It like is the a first tough three are not ideal in terms of like yeah. audience retention, but it's a great show. It's a it's a right. fantastic show. Um, I'm uh, I'm greenlining two things this week. One, the first one is a book. Uh, this is the racial incident by Carolyn or Caroline uh, O'Donoghue. Um, this I've seen this. I've been seeing it everywhere. And everyone's talking about how good it is. And every bookstore I walk into, it's always front table. Yeah, I've heard. And, I've heard it talked about a lot. Yeah. So initially, whenever that happens. I was assuming it's a very commercial book and I think I'll probably not enjoy it. So I, I tend to avoid those. Um, but this is the story of Rachel, uh, Murray. She, uh, works in a bookshop and she meets, uh, a guy named James and it's love at first sight, but it's not like that. It's like they're friends because we later find out that James is gay. Um, this deals with, uh, they, they live in the city of Cork, which is in Ireland. Um, so it deals with like, being closeted, coming to terms with your sexuality. Um, but I think, uh, in some of the promotional stuff, you'll probably feel like you'll get, um, maybe that's like the headline of the book is like the sexuality as much, but I don't think it is. It's really a story about like, um, a really intense friendship. And I think that's really cool. The way the story comes together with the two characters going on their own separate journeys, but also together, uh, I think is really well done and really interesting. It's super well written. Uh, I, I will say, I listened to the audiobook 
And I try not to push people in one direction or the other because I know you have different ways you enjoy things. Um, but I would say this is one of those that you'll want to listen because the uh, I don't remember who reads the audiobook, but the, the intense Irishness of this book comes through in the audiobook because it is an Irish oh. uh, reader. And there is a lyricality, um, a fanciful lyricality to the reading of this book that I feel like informs the story so much more than whatever my stupid imagination would have been like Irish people talking would have been. So I feel like it's almost a requisite to enjoying the story. Um, but it's, it's a, it's a parade of interesting characters and how they intersect and interrupt each other's lives. Uh, and I couldn't recommend it more. I think uh, it took me a day and a half to get through it. And I really, really loved it. Um, so highly recommend the racial incident. You know, I got sent this book. I realized as you're talking about it, I got sent this book from the bookshelf in my subscription and I had not, I, it's just sitting on my TBR shelf and now I'm going to pull it down and read it because I think it was Annie's pick. So, oh, I so love good. That. It's so very good. And then the uh, other green light, this is maybe a baby green light, uh, cause it's just a single. I'm not, uh, not shit boy. He's not a big music guy. Um, but, um, uh, Tyler Childers dropped in your love, um, recently, I guess over the weekend, uh, ish, uh, in advance of his, um, New album coming out uh, at the beginning of September. I will wait for you till the sun turns into ashes and bows down to the moon. I'll wait for you. It's just a great love song. And, um, you know, I think I'm, I would just say for people who look at the South and see a bunch of inbred uh, idiot bigots. Um, there's certain aspects that are very true in that regard, but I would also like to put forth Tyler Childers as a tribute to maybe attempt to change that perspective. Are there those pockets of, uh, ignorance and, and, and racism and hateful behavior? Absolutely. Those are unfortunately everywhere, but I'm also, I think he's a, uh, a representative sample of someone who is at the same time, intensely Southern, but also intensely thoughtful uh, in wanting to expand uh, the coverage of the tent of humanity and allow all people in. Uh, I'm a little nervous because I'm I'm reaching the point of such adulation and respect for him that it almost feels dangerous to put that on a person, you know, like you're going to be let down and it's not sure. fair to, to infuse someone with such, um, I don't know, uh, deference, you know, um, but I, I, I got into Tyler Childers after, uh, he released Long Violent History in 2020, which uh, it, it's mostly a fiddle music album, uh, except for the title track, Long Violent, Violent History, uh, which functions as a protest song. Um, and uh, he releases uh, he released the album with only a six minute, I think, YouTube video as as press for it. But the six minute video, that's where I fell in love with him, because in it, he talks about why he did the album and he encourages his, you know, uh, white rural listeners to see and understand the plight of others and to consider uh, if they too would be able to abide what happened to Breonna Taylor or George Floyd or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And if they couldn't abide that, then why would they expect other people to? Um, and, and he also, he goes on Indy, if, if, if you don't mind, I put in the show notes. I feel like obviously the video would do a better uh, job than I am, but he talks about the balance of, of being a Southerner and wanting to honor and preserve his heritage, but that we have to figure out other ways to do that beyond, uh, uh, worshiping a flag steeped in racism and, and treason. And it's this balance of nuance that informs in your love his, uh, uh, the, the song that came out. Um, and when you listen, it's, it's just a song about an enduring love and committed love to someone, uh, even like in the face of other people not supporting it, but the video accompanying it features a same sex couple. And, um, I, I think more cynical people would say that's just to get notice in advance of your album coming out, but it's not. It's, it's really who Tyler Childers has been, um, for, uh, at least since 2020. And, uh, this is a guy who's dealt with a lot of addiction in his life. And I think when you, 
probably, I, I can't say this for myself because I haven't experienced it, but when you have dealt with addiction, you probably see a full spectrum of, um, of, of love and identity, uh, for yourself, but also for others and, and grace for others. Um, and I think this video kind of shows that. And I love the song. I love the video. I love him. And I'm probably going to love the next album too, but I encourage you, um, if you're interested in just good music, um, I think you should check it out because it's a, it's a really well done song, very, uh, well, uh, written lyrically. So because of your affection for him, I finally did a deep dive on his music. It's fantastic. It's mm -hmm. so he's such a great songwriter. And then, of course, this video, like James Scully, Colton Haynes star in it, mm -hmm. um, who are great and very hot. And but I love that the treatment he partnered with the like poet laureate of Kentucky, who That's is right. Silas House. And I remember reading Silas House's first book like 20 years ago and loving it so much. And Silas House and his partner, uh, Jason Kyle Howard, they collaborated and wrote the treatment for this. It is like you watch this video and you're like talking about country video that is like is so stunning. It's like a movie. Yeah. And at the end, you're like, why am I weeping like a big baby? Like, I'm a big baby. It is so good. I really want the song to, like, to be heard by so many people because I do, like, exactly what you said. It's it's a stunning song on its own. And then to pair it with that video, which is so, it's so well executed. It's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful song. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, if you're interested in, in reading more, I wrote about it this week on my newsletter. Uh, and I wrote about yeah. how uh, In Your Love is so uh, spiritually different from maybe a song like Try That in a Small Town, you know? Um, yeah. And just like comparing and contrasting uh, what you can do with uh, your art and your music if you really want to. So uh, you can check that out on um, my newsletter, knifecore.com. Um, and that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. And before you go, remember anytime you're doing shopping on Amazon, make sure to go to amazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first. So that your purchase is using our fairly link. If you're item purchase using that link this week was, Jamie, uh, this is someone who is definitely not a serial killer. Just want you to know that. They're definitely not a serial killer. Just want to say that. Just want to come out the gate. Because they're gonna, people are gonna hear this and be like, "That's probably a serial killer." But I'm telling you, not a serial killer. Okay? Nah, no. You, it's you can definitely buy a hundred zip ties for normal reasons. That's not serial killer stuff. Listen, it's a hundred zip ties for ten dollars with a five percent coupon. It's a Does great that, deal. Do it's you a feel great like a serial deal. killer would get the coupon? I feel like they would. That makes me nervous. However, these zip ties at four point six stars, nineteen hundred global ratings. And let me tell you who's not a, a serial killer, and that is Bruce, who left a one-star review. Now, the best part about Bruce is you can learn a lot about a person if you just go to their Amazon profile and see all the things they reviewed. Let me tell you about Bruce. Bruce, is uh, he has left five reviews total on Amazon, and I know that he's a Vietnam veteran. He believes the cause of the war goes back to the year 1919. Just read about it. He knows. He has four tractors. He has two cars. One is from 1951, um, and he likes to have plenty of military rations on hand. That feels weird. Anyway, uh, he gave it. He did give these zip ties one star, and he said the ad clearly states that these are 16-inch zip ties, and this package says five millimeters by 400 millimeters, and 400 millimeters is 15.75 inches. Bruce, that is not what are you doing, Bruce? Come on, Bruce. Here, He's here not I interested was. in your European way of measuring stuff. I was hoping this was a young Bruce to validate our conversation about Bruce's young Bruce's and young dicks. No, not like the name, no. not the part, you know, but right. here he is Vietnam veteran. So. Here he is. All right, you guys, don't forget it's our birthday month. Our all skate AUA, our birthday UA is on Tuesday, August 8th at 9 30 PM Eastern. We have special discounted tickets for our live show in Austin and Atlanta. All the links are in Indy's magical show notes. Just look for them in your podcast app of choice. I'm Jamie Golden. You can find me on the socials at Jamie B Golden. 
I'm Knox McCoy. I'm learning to pronounce Timothy Oliphant correctly. You can find me on socials at Knox McCoy. Was that right? Was that the right That's right. No, you did it. Nailed okay. it. You can find me on socials at Knox McCoy. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys.